it's brunch time. Good morning. This is how we start it every time because it's Monday and you're so tired from the weekend, but you're like, I hope there's a good podcast. Welcome to the radio show you love every morning. It's Sean or Agent Mikey in the morning. In the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Tombstown. <laughs> 109 TCB in the morning. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> you're locked into a 40 minute free ride of nonstop brunch. <laughs> Here's a quip. <laughs> well, fellas, fellas, it's time to tell the crowd. Uh, if you've been here for a long time, you know that we've done a couple. I think we made it through about three or four of these when we got into our our non-main movie episodes. We were doing things called I've Never Seen. Yes. And that is where we took some movies that we knew one person had seen, the others had it. And we and we tried to make it more of a mini episode, but it ended up being a pretty much like a pretty deep dive into the yeah. movies. We like talking about movies. We like talking about movies. So Weird. so we're we're kind of bringing that back. This is definitely part of the I've never seen series, but I think we're taking a little different turn on it to make it more of the more of the brunch variety. So it's going to be a little more free flowing. There's no scene by scene dissection, but I think a lot of these moving forward are going to be the movies. That we that we may not get to, and the reason that I think this movie is one we're not going to get to um, is because I don't know that number one many people have seen it, but unfortunately number two, I don't know how you're going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. and that's a problem for me. If we can't if we can't do a movie that somehow you can see, even if you have to buy it, I, I don't know if it deserves a full blown episode. At yeah, that point. is is that wrong of me to think? Because you can't even buy. Well, let's introduce it. We're we're talking about the movie PCU from 1994. You either know it or you've never heard of it, and unfortunately, you cannot even buy this movie. Yeah, well, what, what was the episode that we did where uh, we were? It was uh, Airheads. Yeah, it was it was... Airheads. Which ironically, <laughs> yeah. is. is Mike, you you ended up getting it, I think, what, from that's Amazon? The, I think that's or? the new rule is that one of us has to own a DVD and we have to pass it around. Yeah. I think that's the new rule of I've Never Seen. So I I went out and specifically bought it because someone, I might have been might have been Peter Fitz. Some said, oh, we got to do PCU. Yeah. And I said, fuck yeah, I love that movie. And I searched for it and searched for it. And I couldn't find it on any streaming platforms. I even found articles that were basically like, there's a, we'll get to it later. I don't know if it's specifically being targeted, not being streamed, or if it's just part of that, like, hey, we don't know where the rights well, hopefully are. Hopefully this yeah. will bump it up or something. You I, know? We, we're going to find we, out. We failed with their heads, but, uh, which is weird, man. I thought that movie, was, like, especially with Brennan. Yeah, yeah with Brennan Fraser thing. winning, you know, that Academy Award, like, you would think it would have bumped up. But this is just, like, the, the ironic thing of, of these two movies are in a DVD combo set <laughs> that you can buy, which I went to Half Price Books and was offered it when I tried to find Airheads when we did it Airheads. Gave, it offered you and, both of them, and and yeah, like the guy behind the counter offered it to me. He was like, "Yeah, we've got a uh, we've got this combo of uh, of Airheads and PCU," and I was like, "Okay, well, I guess I'll take that." It's like, "Great, where do you want it shipped to?" I was like, "Oh, you don't have it here." Yeah, <laughs> no, it's no, a we don't know this. Store. I need it for tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was like, "Well, I need it. I need it for for in in two and a half days." <laughs> So what am I going to do? But well, even- to, to kind of further explain uh, the, the concept of this, like, uh, it'll be like underground movies that we yeah. like, like, we'll never, we're mo- hoping you've seen it. Movies that like, 
in this room, us three, only I know exist, or like vice versa, AJ mm-hmm. knows exist, or mm-hmm. whatever. So it'll be, you know, we're we're gonna break our uh, our our year year rule too, so we can do more recent movies that you can find, but just we probably they probably won't get a proper episode well, for the show. And think about it, the the movies that we did do on yeah. um, that I've never seen, what were they? It yeah. was like Cutting Edge, Legend Cobra, Legend of Billie Jean. Those are movies that. That should just have a full blown episode. The Running yeah. Man. The Running, Running Man. Man. Those, Dude, those should mean, just have full blown episodes. It doesn't have to be Man, like, well, no. just because you guys didn't see it. And so these are more. This is going to be more, a little bit more of a deeper dive. We get a lot of requests for like, do this one. And we're like, dude, nobody's Oof. seen that movie. Yeah. But like, yeah. this is where we can hopefully do it. And it doesn't take as much time. It's more of a fun dive into it. But have you guys ever even heard of this movie before anyone started talking about it on this show? I've heard of PCU. Being a movie, period. It's, it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a six point five for Sean. Regardless, it's a movie. And so, so uh, I here's the thing. I've heard of the movie. I've seen snippets of the movie. I had no idea what it was called. Okay, how so does you, that you, had, you know that makes sense? You've it, there, there's a lot of pop culture references Correct. in this movie. Yes. That have come from this shit. Yep. But you just didn't know it came from this. Never knew it actually came from this. It's, yeah. And we'll get into it. I'll tell you kind of when. But yeah, that's what my recollection is. This came out in 94. And this was definitely... I, I went to college in 2000 and a buddy of mine had this movie. And this was very like you're in college. This is a college movie. Yeah. It's very about college. It's very... Essentially, if you don't know what it's about, it's it's. Uh, let's give them the quick description here. It's basically a high school senior visits college for the weekend and stays at the wildest house on campus. It is. <laughs> there you go. It is. It is very simple. It is '90s at its best. Uh, it actually, funny enough, I thought it was going to be worse. It's 44 percent on Tomato Meter. Ain't bad. Mm. It's not bad. Audience score 75, uh, 6.5 on IMDb. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a fucking movie. <laughs> uh, were you, made it. Were you blown away by the cast though when you saw this? Oh yeah, like this. This is an unreal cast. Well, I was just shocked that it that the great outdoors guy was in anything <laughs> else. I know Chris Young. Yeah, Chris Young plays Tom Lawrence, and he was the older son in the great outdoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buck or Buck? Buck. You yeah. had to have brought it up in the great outdoors, and I just. I know I, I forgot it, listening. It's been a while since I've seen this movie and I forgot that he was in this. Oh, okay. He didn't do much though, guys. He uh yeah, there's not much going on here. I think nope, just a bunch of TV stuff, but you're right. He he was surprising to see him in this, but you've got you've got Jeremy Piven, Megan Ward. Did you recognize Megan Ward? Of uh, yes. Out Cold, right? Uh, uh no. From Encino Man. Encino Man. That's right. I'm yes. sorry. Yeah, Encino yeah. Man. She was the girl in Encino Man. John Favreau, I'm pretty sure this is his first role ever. Really? Okay. With fucking Dreadlocks. Dreadlocks. And he is That's- just that was one of the things ingrained in my memory. Yes. The moment he opened the door to his dorm and he's jumping around, I was like, oh my God, I've, <laughs> I've seen, seen this. <laughs> he invented the MCU and is now like pretty much exclusively working for Disney. And, and he was in a movie called every, PCU. Doing yeah. everything for Disney, yeah. Uh, David Spade obviously makes a great appearance in this. Jake Busey, did you yeah. catch him in it? There's, there's, it's just Maybe a, his best role. <laughs> That I've seen him in. I hate to say it, but it might be. Uh, I'll tell you what, like the things, because this was a college movie for me. I think one of the funniest things was the college aspects of it, especially when um, Jeremy Piven's character, Droge, tells you the rule. He like tells the young character the rules of college. Yeah. 
And I didn't realize it, but like these are definitely the rules of college, right? He says, classes, nothing before 11. Beer, it's your best friend. You can drink a lot of it. Woman, you're a freshman, so pretty much out of the question. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> what else do you need? What else do you need? It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the quintessential, like, this is what you need to know about college. And I, I, I loved this movie in college, and I still think it's weird that it sort of, like, was a precursor to, like... If you don't understand, if you don't know, it's basically making fun of um, PC culture. The the, yeah. the name of the university is like Port Chester University. Yeah. But basically, at this university, everyone, like every group of people, is mad and upset and offended about something. Right. And they all protest, and you can't do anything. You can't say anything. They can't even have parties on campus. There are no fraternities and sororities anymore. It's that was definitely not the case in 94. I will say this. Maybe this will be the point that, uh, you know, you guys ready to get canceled? Anyways, uh, <laughs> it's basically, it was kind of like the idiocracy of woke culture. Yeah. <sighs> okay. It, it, it definitely showed us that this is, this is something that's becoming more prominent. But it seems so absolutely weirdly far-fetched when, when this movie came out. Yeah. It does. It, it seems extremely ahead of its time, like especially when that, the, uh, the protester clan or whatever is like, you went out with a white guy? I'm like, what year is this? Yeah. 94? Like, wow. Like, <clears throat> it was, you know, obviously shocked to see any of this in, in a 90s movie, but... Uh, you know, I like we said in Blazing Saddles, everything deserves deserves a set a send up. I think I think there's some ridiculousness within that kind of thinking, you know, and yeah. there's there's obviously ridiculousness of what they're fighting against. Yeah, it's just bringing to light polarizing yeah. ideas, you know, that exist, especially at this time of people's lives. Yeah. Did you did you know who directed this? Uh, no, but I I figured that it was like wasn't isn't he a writer and director? Uh, directorial debut is all it says. Okay. Uh, Hart Bachner, Mm-mm. the act- actor best known for playing Ellis in Die Hard. Wow. He di- this was his directorial debut. No shit. And he's done a ton of stuff, hasn't he? Like, hasn't sounds, he gone on to pretty much just direct a lot of stuff? Sounds like a TV director. Yeah, you he think does. So? Uh, I think he is definitely a TV He's well, definitely a TV actor. <laughs> well, this was definitely a flop of a movie, though, too. I mean, a lot of this came out, didn't make any money, didn't make any sense. It, this this was definitely the the cult movie status type of a movie where, you know, 30 years later, everyone's like, oh, yeah, PCU, PCU. I remember that. It was so funny. We watched it in our dorm room and stuff like that. But it did not do well when it came out. Let's I just can't imagine. Way. Yeah, I mean, I've literally never heard, seen an ounce of this movie in my eyes at all. Um I, I do got to say, like, this, the the beginning setup to me, was I was like, if we're getting into it, I, I was like, this seems bad. Like, I thought yes. it was like a, uh, like, just an empty college and like, oh, this is just like a college that no one goes to, but these guys and all they do is kind of party. I'm like, I'm fucking here for it. And then, like, everyone started showing up and, like, you start, you know, getting the different, uh, like uh, clans, I guess I want to call them. You know, David Spade's uh, American Psycho yuppies, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, exactly. <laughs> um, but I like the setup a lot. I mean, this is and this is is this like a, a one day movie? Like it still I'm takes place in like one day and a night. Sure, this is one day, one crazy yeah. night yeah. movie, dude. Yeah, oh, you love those. I do. Fuck. It's a. It's it's a really. It, it took me a while though, just because I was like, okay, this intro is long. Uh, like I was like, yeah, and he's just on this bus for. 
If they're trying to make it a point of how long he's on this bus, they made their point. Yeah. Um, but getting into it and him meeting people and like walking into that house and the moment of him walking in and seeing Jeremy Piven, who just looks like somebody's dad. Um, <laughs> Jeremy Piven looks so old. He, he looks like somebody's Dude, his dad. Rec- his, he started his receding hairline when he was 15 yeah. years old. Yeah. But he held on. Like, it held on. Oh, he, it was yeah. receding, but very slowly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like that that cigarette butt. And Dude, that fishbowl. <laughs> yes. And like, I, I just think about like, man, he has been at this college for such a long time. I'm like, okay, Van Wilder. That's got exactly it. what it is, got man. It, got it. Got like, it. we got a thing that Bert saw this and was like, I want to be that. Yeah. But <laughs> also, also, AJ, I know that I, I know I've shown you this movie. I'm not sure, Mike. The way way back. Yeah. Uh, Sam Rockwell's character. Sam Rockwell reminded me so. a lot of that. I would 100 percent agree. Yes, the carefree guy who is in it for the life, the ride of life. Yeah. You know, and has diffused. That the laws of man do not apply right. <laughs> in inside even his realm. You know what I mean? They just don't exist. Showing the young buck around. Yeah. Like this is how this is how this world goes pretty much inside PCU. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's a true testament of college though, because when you show up on campus as a freshman and you're in the dorms, you just like you're just in this wild world of like, I don't understand anything. Yeah. And there, there's never a moment where you're like, oh, OK, I get it. It's just slowly over the course of three to four years, you become the wily vet that's been doing it for a while. And you see yeah. the new crop of freshmen coming and you're like, oh, geez. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. It's like, dude, I so somebody somebody just moved in across the street. Like I was kind of sad to see like my across the street neighbor go. But then somebody moved in across the street. Um, into that house and they were kind of like a younger couple and I was like and I saw him out doing just one kind of random thing and I was just like yeah, you don't want to do it that way but <laughs> <laughs> when I know for a fact that neighbors saw me doing the same thing and I was just like oh crap I'm a part of this now <laughs> no, you, you need to put your trash cans Ooh. at least two inches from the side better get that further away from the uh, mailbox <laughs> otherwise they aren't the going to pull it page. Ooh, man. oh god Ooh. Well, he'll yeah. learn you, you better get that sprinkler out front man oh man <laughs> But you're right. It's like you automatically in college, you you become that. By the yes. end of year two, you've become somebody else from yes. when you started there. A hundred percent. Yeah. There's some great moments. And I wonder, I have yet to find evidence of this, but he he does the, you're wearing the shirt of the band to the show? Yes. Is that this? This is one of the things that resonated so heavily Is this, Did it my come brain. from this? I know. It had to have. I gotta look it up. I've I've gotten that so many. I mean, I've heard that like as soon as I started playing in bands, you yeah. know, and started playing out and getting merch and shit, you know, like my mom would make like a hat for me that said my <laughs> band name. Like, mom, I can't wear that. I can't wear that. I don't know why you got this for me. I yeah. can't even wear it around the house. Yeah, it's like, but I remember that very specifically, actually, and honestly, this entire first uh, or or kind of scene of him being shown around, uh-huh. him going up to. The guy writing his thesis on, on <laughs> yes. who is it? It's the Hackman. Uh, it's the Kane uh, Hackman, Hackman theory. Fucking genius. And I remember I re- that's that. And then all the way to him walking him through the, uh, the school yard the, yes. of all the all the clicks. You remember it. I remember it all. Do you remember the Kane Hackman theory for those out there? The guy is doing his thesis on. Uh, just deciding that at any point of any day, 
you can flip through television and find a movie that is playing on TV that stars either Michael Caine or Gene Hackman. Or that Gene Hackman. is <laughs> fucking legit. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I heard that and I'm like, what? He's writing his thesis on I this? I have to believe that. It's college. You can write your thesis Turn, on anything. What you're listening. You're li- <laughs> yes. You're listening to this right now. Turn on the... T- if you have cable, yeah. turn on the TV and look for a movie on any station and see if it happens. Hackman or Kane. Man, I I I have to believe that. I would love to I would love to deep dive uh sometime later. We obviously don't have to do it right now, but what that combo would be nowadays. Oh, true. You know what I mean? Like who would it be nowadays? It'd be like the the well, the you gotta cage, think you gotta think of the, the movies cage Costner first. effect. Yeah. You gotta think of the movies that are always on television yeah. though. So you gotta go at least Shawshank Redemption. Yep. yep. So you can pick any actor from that. And you're covered then, at this point. Yeah, well, then it, it would be uh, it would be Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, so so Freeman. It'd be the Freeman. <sighs> Let's go. Uh, uh, who's the girl in Bridesmaids? Which one? The main chick. Oh, 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 oh. I yep. know who you're yep. talking yep. about. Yep. Yeah. From SNL. Uh, yep. Oh, you, I'll get Freeman it. and her. You just, you just okay, made me lose on. it. Jesus. Wig? Yeah, Wait, Kristen, Kristen Wig. Okay, so Freeman it's the wig. Freeman Wig theory. <laughs> the Freeman Wig theory now. <laughs> it's pretty good. I <laughs> uh, do it, and I love I, like this movie just makes me laugh. Well, one th- one more thing. Oh yeah, on go that. ahead. When he was just like, uh, "Let me know when the sa- the shower scene for Dress to Kill comes on." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, it's a great scene." And I have that question marks around that. What is that scene? It's uh, well, it's a, like a murder scene pretty much, but it's also you see a bunch of boobies and stuff. <sighs> yeah. Nice, dude. It's nice. It's fucking, fucking awesome. Fucking nice. awesome. Fuck it, this movie dude. still makes me laugh, man. Like uh, the thinking of a couple of the first moments I had, and, like when he when he stoned when um, Favreau's character stoned. Yeah, yeah. And he's trying to. And he isn't he buying Pampers or something like that? What does he say? Or what? Is it? Oh shit! What does he say? Fuck! Or, but he's basically stoned, just going. She knows. She knows. Yes, she yes. knows. Did this is a Pampers or something. I can't remember. I just God went out and buying Pampers, and that's all I was going to do. <laughs> yeah, like, the old lady's approaching him. He's like, "Oh, she knows." She oh my knows. God! Oh my God! And I fucking felt like oh, that. Okay, no, she said, "Can you blow me where the Pampers is?" <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "What? What? <laughs> she knows." I mean, you, we've all been there where you've just been like, "Oh my God, I'm." More stone than I ever should ever be, and everyone fucking knows. Yes. <laughs> Am I speaking way too loud? It's like and the, uh, I love the moment where it's like it's like where the, where the hell is Mil- what's his name Milton or something like that or, or M- Milner, um, Molner. I, I can't remember his name in the movie, but uh, it, they're just like where the heck is he? It's like I don't know. He's probably sitting in some parking lot picking his nose, and it shows him for like literally two seconds. It's just like <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> Even, wipes it on his shirt. It's barely even a snippet. Like it doesn't even let you think about it. It's so fucking. Funny. Movie's just like, of course he is. Yeah, he is <laughs> under a street light. Uh, well, I, was, I saw Tom Green. I'm like, all right, where's Tom Green? <laughs> this is like road trip. Wait, basically. did I say did I say Tom Green two times? You said yeah. Tom Green. I, was, I saw Jake Busey, and I'm like, all right, where's Tom Green? Yeah, like yeah. he has to be here somewhere. Yes. but he was not. Uh, they, they, there were some pretty good interviews with the writers and directors about what, like what this movie did or why it didn't succeed. A lot of it they thought was due to the it was PG thirteen, mm. and oh, they wow. they wanted it to be R uh, as it should be, where they could have gotten a lot, they could have had some nudity, they could have had all that stuff, and and they just wouldn't allow it. And that's a that's a hard rating. Like 
you got you want to hit this is about college it's about college yeah you want to hit the r rating where the college kids are going to see it yeah so that was weird and then they also said the studio really half-assed the marketing okay like they they in fact actually you got to read this the tagline of this movie makes no sense and they even joke they're like what the fuck it says the tagline for this movie is flunk them if they can't take a joke flunk them yeah yeah what it says that on the cover too. I mean, it makes sense, I guess, because I mean, but it's not even it's not even about flunking them out of school. No, it's about it's it's about kicking them out just of their kicking house. them out of their house. Yes, that's all it is. It's not. It's, and it's they can take a joke. What are we talking about here? Yeah, it's not the they are the house. ones doing the jokes. Yeah, they're the ones doing the jokes, and and like what? Oh, well, we're gonna flunk the headmistress lady. What like? <laughs> yeah, they they said that they they were all pissed off about that and and like why did they why did they even go for that? So no one knew what the movie was about. It got shelved for like a year, um, uh, but yeah, and so it was so bad, and and they knew it wasn't going to go well. And apparently, Hart, I think, was one of the writers. He, the last thing he said was, "Got he was in like the writers are in the room with all the producers." He said, "Guys, I want to thank you for the greatest experience of my life. I promise you, the sequel will do better." And like uh. everybody laughed. And full well knowing that was a joke because like this there ain't no fucking there ain't no way they're movie. gonna sequel this. But yeah, they actually were hoping that Chris Farley would actually play Droz, uh Piven's okay, character. So really? like, where yeah. was David Spade at this time? So you want to know? This is pre Tommy Boy, I believe. So okay. this is like om- they could have almost had a Tommy Boy or a Black Sheep type of a yeah. thing here. David Spade was. Let's see. This. What did I say? This is ninety four. Yes. This came out in 94, so David Spade was... I think he was still on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Yeah, he w- did PCU in 94. Tommy Boy was 95. Okay. They just fucking missed. They missed him, yeah. Chris Farley, David Spade wow. Dude, that's weird because, like, you saying this is shelved. It's like, it's, for some reason, movies like this, like the especially, like, prominent actors... Are in movies like this before they were in they, before they were just in the movie that kind of broke them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's it's a weird phenomenon, but that kind of happens a lot. It, it's uh, a, a, a huge fucking shame because if it wasn't shelved, I'm sure obviously everyone would probably know a little bit more about this movie because of the star power yeah. at least. You know, um, and talk to me about Jeremy Piven because I've really never been a fan of Jeremy Piven really? for some reason. Yeah. Our sponsor today is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I've been using AG1 every single day for probably seven, eight months. I was like you right now. I was listening to a podcast. Somebody I trusted said, AG1, you got to try it. And I ordered it and I have not looked back. This is incredible. It's shipped to your door every month and it's this packet of just unbelievable supplements and nutrition and stuff that you don't get and that you have to try very hard in your daily life to eat the right things. It has everything you need in it and I wake up every morning and I take it I put my scoop in there I drink out of my nice little bottle that they sent me and I feel so good and I feel like I've done good things to my body to just start my day off. Since I've been drinking AG1, I've noticed a complete overall feeling of health. It's something I crave now, like my my energy, my, my focus, um, just my general mood seems to be better. And I think it's because I'm giving my body what it needs. I actually love the taste. I crave it. So if you're looking for a life upgrade, you've got to trust us. you got to try AG1. 
Um, every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food sourced ingredients of high quality that you get major benefits like gut, mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin and nails. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash confused. That's drinkag1.com slash confused. I've really never been a fan of Jeremy Pippen. Really? For some reason, yeah. Well, he he didn't do much, right? Like, he was pretty much an unknown until, what, Entourage? Like, was that the one thing that made him... If you go back on his career... Jeremy Piven, he's he's doing he's like bit parts and like smoking aces. One and crazy shit. summer, say anything. Elvis stories, Carol and Company, The Grifters, White Palace, Dog Police, Body Chemistry Two, The Player, Singles. I guess he was in Singles. I don't remember him. Yeah, in I remember him. That really, yeah. I don't remember what who was he in that. I don't know. I Doug just remember Hewley. his face. Weird. Uh, then he was he was he had a part on Seinfeld. He he just was in like nothing. PCU is considered a nothing if you never saw the movie. Yeah. Married with children. He did a bunch of TV. He was in Heat in 1995. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. The Real Thing. He was in. The, he was on the Dana Carvey show, which was a major flop. Uh, then it just like yeah, Gross Point Blank. Blank. He yeah. never had like a leading role. He never got that breakthrough kind of thing. But then he. But then he gets in. Where the fuck is that shit? He was in actually. He was in old school in two thousand three. Remember, he was like yeah, he was which like is a, one of my favorite roles of his. He was good in that. He uh, reminds me of uh, who's who's uh, in True Romance the the guy who does coke in the car and he gets pulled over with like the um, oh my god oh, I know I know who Beverly you're Hills about. Cop. Um, he reminds me of that guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Bronson Pinchot. Okay. Um, and he, he, he was Buddy Israel in Smoke and Aces. Oh, you're right. Which was honestly one of my favorite roles that he's done. It wasn't a massive part, but it was a focal point part of why, of like why people are trying to get to, to, they're trying to get to him. Um, he also had one of my favorite bit parts, which is in Rush Hour 2. Yes. Um, where he comes around. And he's he's the guy in the clothing store. He's That's like, why he reminds me reminds me of Bronson Pinchot. Exactly, yeah. Fuck. because because also uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, in yep. Beverly Hills Cop, he is uh, uh, what oh, I can't think of his name. Yeah, but he's got the no, it's t- no, yes. it's kind of serious, you know that kind of thing. And in, in Rush Hour Two, he's like nothing touches this but pure pure leather. Yeah, it's just like. He's like, okay, buttercream, buttercream, crack skin, buttercream. He's like, well, how big is the waist? Let's go in. And he's just like, yeah, you're right. Gives That's, the whole rundown. He's, and he's such an amazing broke, bit actor. He broke my brain just now. Yeah. It, but he never, he never carried a, a film or a no. show, or he never had that leading role. He did win. He won three Emmys, all for playing Ari Gold on Entourage. Mm. If you have you watched guys much? Have you guys watched much? Uh, I never watched much. Not of a it. single. Um, it's it's good. Okay. Like it is that actually was HBO back in the day, like two thousand four yeah, to something to like two thousand ten. Wahlberg's a big player in that. Yep, he was a big producer on it, and he made appearances. But like, there were some really, really good names in that, and Jeremy Piven plays that role golden. Okay, like, I mean, he is the reason to watch that show. Yes, and it's phenomenal. I would highly recommend like trying to pick out some of the high, highly rated or renowned episodes and just give yourself an, an injection of it. Okay. I, I do got to say, I do like him in this movie. 
Yeah, I will oh say yeah, that. he's he's very believable as that guy. Because like. of what's Chris Young, like mm-hmm. you think he's the main character, but then like it's just kind of completely switched to Jeremy Piven's character, which I like. That's kind of seemingly to me that's might be hard to pull off. Yeah, or I guess you just kind of like or or fun in a way to, as a storyteller, just like you introduce this kind of MacGuffin of a character, and then like this character that he meets is now the main character. It's kind of like you know? waiting the, the new, the new hiree and waiting yes. where he never gets to talk. Exactly. It's kind of yes. like that. Yeah. Very Who's true. that guy? Oh, I guess we're never going to hear from that guy. Okay. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yes. And I really do feel like, especially as it gets towards the end of this movie or whatnot, there are some major Ryan Reynolds vibes coming from Jeremy Piven throughout this whole movie. It's like he. It's like Ryan Reynolds saw this movie. He's like, "That's who I want to be." Yeah, like it's it's his facial features and the way he reacts, and he's like, "No, you know that 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 kind of stuff is is very much like Ryan Reynolds." And you're like, "Wow, Jeremy yes. Piven did it first. Holy cow!" Yeah, and it just it just never popped. I mean, there there's some there's some good things that I read in this interview. I'll read you a couple quotes here. Uh, that I think really kind of drives this movie home. So almost 30 years later, many of the ideas that PCU skewered have returned as national debates on wokeness and cancel culture. These subjects have become an obsession in cable news, talk radio, podcasts, social media platforms, and political messaging. Under the clips of the film or under the clips of the film that have made it to YouTube, some commenters see PCU as a dark prophecy of society's future that went unheeded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he said that the writer said the thing that drove PCU was a message, though it definitely is not a message movie that we can all see each other in our different categories and hopefully still find some common ground, says Paul shift the movie's producer and that common ground may be defined by the ability to laugh at ourselves at each other and find some common humanity in what we all share that's an idealistic and probably well-intentioned notion but one that might feel out of touch in 2022 because in the end like they just all kind of join this party because george clinton unites everybody apparently and turns out we like having fun i was just gonna say all we need to really unite each other is george clinton because we all loved him funkadelic i mean come on still do why don't why wouldn't we just love that hello yeah um yeah like if you told me that this party was going on yes i would put aside my um my agenda for for three hours (laughs) and just go be like oh george clinton's in there yeah i'll give you five bucks so i can go in there and drink beer and listen to that we all do kind of like having a good time right yeah, I think I'm going to go do that, dude. And that's what sucks. That's what sucks so bad about modern culture is that many of many of the many of the things that are happening right now, these groups of people that are in this movie that are kind of cartoonish mm-hmm. are, are in modern world and they all have valid points. Yeah, they're what, all they're all important, they're important to talk about things sure. that they are supposed to be talking about, but they're they're defining their entire life around that thing mm-hmm. and, and what they're doing. Protesting will not change a single thing. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's not going to change anything. So why are you doing it? And 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 it's just so sad about modern culture, like cancel culture and fucking pro and everything. And you got to be PC about everything you say. It's just like, yeah, we all know it's important, and we've come so far in so many things. But man, we're just like going further apart. Yeah, we're further apart now than we were thirty years ago when things were worse. Like, <laughs> it's I say, like what the fuck? When you take something like an ideal or like this this agenda that you have, and you polarize it, and obviously in this way that in this movie portrays it is they do they take it to an extreme where they they essentially make a joke out of itself mm-hmm. um, for a lot of these these groups and a lot of these uh, uh, what what do they call them the um, what the like the ones that are protesting like for meat 
yeah, um, the, like agenda heads or something like that, or or something like that. Um, it basically every every day, every week is a different thing that they're protesting. Right. Protest heads is what they called them, right? Okay, and so and they make note of like there's been a protest on campus every single day of the year of the school year that this has been going on. And again, when when the conversation becomes so polarized that no one can convince you of anything else, yeah. And that's all you want to live your life by, and you don't want to listen to other ideas um, or anything else. Then it does become a joke. Well, then, like especially like if they were like to recruit other people who believed in one thing they were they were protesting about. The next week it changes, and, and that person who was in there for the for the last week's protest was like, "Wait, I thought we were. I, I believed in the last week's thing. I don't know if I believe in this one." You yeah, know? it's like it's it's daunting. Well, and to your point, Mike, the the idea of like protesting isn't going to change anything. I don't know that that's necessarily true, but the fact that you have protested every single day for <laughs> the entire year and nothing has changed, that's the joke of it. Because it's not that protesting isn't going to change something; it's the fact that you don't actually. Deep down, a lot of these people don't actually probably believe in what they're protesting right. for, and they're giving so much protest. That's the joke at the end of the movie. Yes. We're not going to protest. We're not going to protest. <laughs> We're not going to protest. They're protesting about not protesting. Gunner is a tool. That, <laughs> Gunner is a tool. That is a joke. Yes. That, and honestly, it's a brilliant joke. It's kind yes. of Mel Brooks level, because to be you've, honest. you've diluted the idea of a protest by, so far down that by protesting so much much cause heads cause heads yes you've diluted the idea of protest so much that it actually doesn't make a difference these tom are the cause heads they find a world-threatening issue and stick with it for about a week (laughs) 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 fucking is that facebook or what and it's also by the way it's also what the news feeds you on a week-to-week basis is just one thing to complain about or one thing to be upset about for that week until we find the new one find a new one to, to put in the news listen to some george clinton It'll fucking chill you the oh, fuck out. I'll chill you the fuck out. <laughs> there, there's a lot of interviews from him about this movie, and, and he's like, yeah, man. They, they were asking him, like, well, what do you remember about the movie? He's like, I don't remember anything, man. <laughs> and, and he basically, he's like, he's like, did you really have fun if you remember it? <laughs> but he's like, everybody's like, I guess you're right. It's <laughs> a good point. I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed revisiting this movie, though. I'll tell you, like, I, I think it's very funny, but I also just... It, it's not like an overall great, great movie by any right. means. Like at the end, it feels a little cobbled together. Like it almost seems like some scenes are in fast forward kind of a little yeah, bit. Like yeah. they were at 1.2 times speed for some reason. And it's not, it's not that great, but it is also one of those movies. Like I, I feel like you should see it if you have a chance. It was a combination for me of like a several different kinds of comedies where like some of it was kind of Mel Brooks, especially with like the PC kind of thing. And then, um, you know, like the hangover or, yes. uh, you know, that kind of overt, like crazy one night comedy, like uh super bad, but then also like, uh, very like quick jokes here and there. Like, uh, what how American, yep. American summer would yep. do. Well, like you have, like if you weren't paying attention, you'd have to watch the movie at least six times to even grab it. Like, I think it's, uh, uh, John Favreau's character gets on the bus and he's like shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking bus. It's a fucking bus. Like, exactly. I fucking love that. Didn't even think about that. I know. Uh, you're, you're right. I think it, it does feel like kind of like cobbled together of a lot of different comedy ideas. And we want these jokes to land and we do have our message, but we want to convey it a specific way. But we don't know what specific way we want to convey yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like and uh, but we're going to do it. We're going to try to do it in a fun way. And 
I'm not saying it's like a brilliant movie. Just like I said at the beginning, it's like it feels like idiocracy for some of these cultural yes. things that are happening today. And I don't think Idiocracy was an amazing movie by any means, but I think it was it had a lot of foresight to it. And I think that it's something to to watch and take in for a little bit for the how long it however long this movie is. It's yeah. a per, it's a perfect it's a 90 fun. minute. Yeah, of it's, 80 minutes of it's just probably like 87 minutes. Yeah, or you something forget like that. everything about your life for those 80, 90 minutes. You yeah. know, and I, I appreciate it for that. Yeah. I like it. Like I like it like that. Yeah, exactly, man. I, I agree. Are you going to make sure to give me my DVD back, though? <laughs> What DVD? I just he gives you, it's, dude. It's an hour and nineteen minutes. He gives an hour you, and nineteen minutes. So uh, in so short. many movies that we've been watching, where I go, oh my god, oh yeah, dude. I rewatched the Batman last night. I was like, god damn it, when is this movie <laughs> fucking over? I love it, but it's so good. I'm so tired. I don't have an entire night during the week that I can dedicate to that movie. There's I no, I have to watch way. all these other movies. I can't watch the Batman again. That's something like this is I, so good though. I will, I will, I will champion the theater because that's a theater movie because yes. I'm not going to want to spend three hours no. on my couch. No, I'm not. And, no. and actually I will, I will argue that with you. Like I don't want to go to the theater for an hour and 19 minute long movie. Sure. It's true. Like, that's not enough time. Yeah. I'm already here. Just like, give a me point. a long one. <laughs> I think that's a really good point. That's why actually. Netflix is, is being fucking dumb. <sighs> Do, hour 19 movies, Netflix. Let's go. I'll make you one right now. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll make you one. There you go. Their Sean budget. OG. <laughs> their budget was 8 million. They grossed 4.3. Yeah, man. Dude, that's hard. Did not do well. But again, like many movies we talk about that becomes cult following, it it starts hitting the DVDs and the VHSs, and it it's usually the bootlegs. I think the copy my buddy had was like a weird VHS off a TV or something wow. like that. You know, it That's was. What I think is one of the uh, cool things about this show is that uh, every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. I never would have watched this movie ever in my life if you hadn't given me that DVD ever. Yeah. Hey man, they took the B. <laughs> You have to call Frisbee a bee from here on they out. Take the bee, they took man. the bee, man. Why wasn't that dog on the team the whole time? Yeah, exactly. Goddamn. They got the, the dog ringer? Like, are you kidding? This is where Airbud came from? Are you kidding me? God. Just an FYI. So Zach, or sorry, Adam Leff was one of the writers. He wrote Biodome, Last Action Hero as well. Yeah, that makes fucking sense. Uh, that makes a lot uh, of fucking sense. And then Zach Penn was another writer. Uh, he wrote... Oh man, he's got a little. He wrote Ready Player One, X Men Two, The really? Avengers. Wow, he was a writer on all of those. He's a he was on f screenplay on Free Guy. Wow, uh, he's done a lot of stuff. Wow, X Men Somebody Last Stand, Fantastic Four, video. Those were video games, but Incredible Hulk. Yeah, screenplay, screen story for Incredible Hulk. So yeah, there yeah. you go. Huh. Well, Somebody okay. made it out of there. Speaking of uh, Biodome, she's out of jail. Well, let's let me play a voicemail here. Okay, okay, let's let's play a voicemail here real quick. Hey guys, this is Jason from Central Florida. I just have to say I loved the new episode on Duel. I have never seen that movie, but I will have to put it on my list. Now, all I have to say is, Viva Los Biodome. Yes, oh, guys, you have to bring back Biodome with quick whips like free mahi mahi, free mahi mahi, if, if you will, you will <laughs> or I'm a Sherman tank. <laughs> <laughs> or the other one, how about this? You're fucking President Clinton? Are you head? But that's it. You guys need to bring it up, and let's talk about it. Please put it back up for a vote. I love you guys. Have a good day. Love you too, man. Hey, yeah. I think we need to install a rule into our um, on-trial episodes Kay. that 
the day that these well, you know, when as soon as we can get to record, yes, the day that these movies that are on trial, whatever they get sentenced to, with the day they get released out of jail, is when we have to cover them. Oh, well, oh, well wow, hold on, wow, can wow. I put a stop to your thought? Okay. Because because <laughs> the other movie that now Biodome has come out of jail, it's been released after its year sentence. There's another movie that's in jail right now, uh, yep. All Saints Day, that comes out on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, baby. No, let's go. Sail it up to Boston. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I will quit the show before I have to sit in a room with you guys on Christmas Day and talk about All Saints Day. No, we have. Uh, may, may, Sean, let's just put it on a maybe pile there because Christmas Day, okay? Can you, can you guys imagine? Can, <laughs> Then I leave my wife and child. We, we've stop. done. I don't. I don't attend my son's first Christmas. <laughs> we've done how I many? Like leading up to Christmas Day, we've done how many like Christmas episodes? Like two or three Christmas episodes, and then the last one is all Saints <laughs> <all same day. laughs> And I have to say, I have to say, sorry, babe, I gotta go record. What, are what, you movie are you doing? what movie are you doing? All Saints Day. It's <laughs> out of jail. Sean made a rule. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. They, they brought eggnog with some bourbon, so let's go. It actually sounds kind of nice. It actually sounds real nice. Maybe the whole families can come and oh. just hang in here, and our kids can walk around and pull oh, pull wires. Shit. And oh my god! So I did. I did put it on the Facebook Fucking page today. Yes, yes. And here's some of the comments. So Kenny says, "Absolutely, this deserves a full review." Stephen Ryan, I think it deserves a full review. I can't wait. Listen, can't wait to listen to y'all rip it to shreds. See, that's fun, right? Yes, it's fun. <clears throat> yeah, Kate. Uh, uh, Mole Queen says you guys should definitely do a full review. I bet it would be hysterical. I watched it recently for the first time in 25 years, and either it didn't age well or I'm too old now, but it was so stupid. <laughs> stupid in a way that it still made me chuckle a little while I rolled my eyes. I'm sure the doobie I smoked while watching helped me laugh as well. <laughs> Carl, uh, it deserves a review. Zach Cahill, uh, which is also Peter Fitz. Biodome absolutely deserves a full re- a full review. If OJ can walk around a free man, <laughs> you can at least give Biodome Biodome a job. If it's, OJ it's, can get away with murder, <laughs> I can't happy. It as a served kid. its time and needs somebody to give it the opportunity coming out of the joint. Uh, Angela, it wasn't a bad movie. It was good for what it was. Matt Roll, this movie should be on parole or something. It will hurt again. Mark my words. <laughs> I like that. It's a repeat offender for sure. <laughs> Some guy named Sean said, I'm filing a civil suit. Ain't no way that thing's been rehabilitated. <laughs> I don't know who that was. Russ Sullivan, oh hell yes. Rob Getz, it deserves a full review, not only because... A second one is on the way. Apparently, a second one's on the way. Well, I've, I've heard this. No, I've way. heard this. The cameo of Tenacious D and memorable safety dance sequence makes it more entertaining to review. Travis Anthony, great movie. Doug Fortman, I love this movie. I was so bummed when it got voted down. Absolutely deserves a review. review. Antonio Galindo definitely deserves a full review. Wow. Remue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's like going to immediately enter our list, but what I do think is maybe it jumps on a Patreon vote. I, well, you know, and then just see how yeah. serious they fucking are. Right? Yeah. We'll are you going to pick Biodome over one of the, over Billy Madison? Right. And what are you going to do if you're that serious about it? You need to get on my our Patreon and, and vote for it. That's all I'm saying. That's what happens. There it is. And actually, Patreon is the only reason we are here today on a Monday. You guys, anybody out there that is a part of our Patreon community, you've made it possible for us to add a second show every week. Yeah. So we've been doing it for a while now. We're going to keep going. Monday is always going to be a brunch episode. And thank you for being there. If you want to join the club and you want to make it three episodes a week, 
We need you at patreon.com slash confused breakfast. That is how we do this. It's how we pay the bills. Yep. It's how we drive Lamborghinis, guys. We need more. I have to I have to get put premium fuel into my Lamborghini. I can't put that, you know. Fucking Biden inflation, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> wow. You, you did that personally. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for thanks for attaching that to my Lambo. Ugh. Yeah, we're gonna get so many. Well, and you know it's gonna be. Well, then it just proves who's listening through the end. You know, That's but what I'm point. really excited is that uh, f- actually when we do have that third episode, it's just gonna be a political commentary every week. Because yeah. the whole next year is gonna right. be awesome. Yeah, all we're gonna do is we're literally just gonna what do, do you impressions. Think about this candidate, we're gonna we're gonna talk about candidates. We're gonna take you scene by scene through the presidential election. That's oh. me. That's what we're so gonna again, do. We need your money. So and the more and more it gets like this, the more and more I do not fucking care yeah. about any of that. And you know what I care about? Patreon. Everyone listening Members. right now, yeah. and our listeners oh, who are awesome because they also care as little about politics as we do. Yeah. So that's why you listen. We love you guys. We're gonna hit the old dusty trail. The old dusty trail. And we'll talk to you next time. Go oh, watch PCU. Uh, okay. the, the caller, I, I appreciate you. Um, you listening to our episode and then going to check out the movie. I, not, I mean, I'm I'm okay with that when I listen to like podcasts that I've never seen the movie of. Oh yeah. Um, thanks for doing that. That's yeah. cool. I uh, I know. think I hope we turned a lot of people on to some of those movies from the 70s. Yeah, maybe our, they haven't. If seen our it. commentary of it was uh, endearing enough to make you check it out, I'm, that's cool with me. I like that a lot. Also, pay us, pay us money, directors of the movie, because we helped you. Steven Spielberg, get at us. <laughs> yeah, get at us, Steven. Stevie. Oh, sponsor the podcast. Uh, <laughs> this episode's brought to you by Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Ah. Now, let me tell you about Steven Spielberg. Let me okay? tell you about him. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.